Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yeah, but the thing, well, I've said this to you before, though. It's like, I think that I only ever started watching Family Guy after I took up stand-up. And stand-up ruined anything ever being funny for me ever again. That's kind of why I stopped, in the hope that it it led me to watch stuff and laugh it again, but it didn't, so... So you're just dead inside? No. Well, maybe we'll laugh again. No, it's not... You know know, know what I'm saying? It's like, I can't watch... I can't go to watch Stan. Comedy is different now. Yeah, comedy is different. It's like an inside yeah. thing. Do you know how, like, Arsenal, when they hadn't won a league title, they had, like, calendars online saying, how many days since they've last won a title? I'm just imagining, how many days since Regan last laughed? <laughs> oh, no, I'll do. Has, know, laughed? has Regan <laughs> laughed yet? Hello and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here and it is the end of the transfer window. On Tuesday night, as we're recording the podcast, the transfer window has slammed shut and as I said last week, the key's been thrown away and Jim White eating it so it can't be opened again. Yes, Reg, it was such a bad joke, but I thought I'd keep it in there again. Um, and we have one remarkable exit at Wolves, which we know everyone's been itching to talk about and we'll talk about that in a second. We'll also talk about the win against Charlton, but firstly, we've got the Oracle, Lit Regan. No. So what is it now? You, you change it every week. No, 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 well, no, well, yeah, we, we can't <laughs> officially give my potential new stage name away just yet. However, as I've now taken stand-up back up, as we discussed, yeah. I think that we need a slightly new something of comedy. Okay. And because there's potential, but there's also, at times I'm a bit <laughs> decided, the Courtney horse of comedy. Oh, no, you can't use <laughs> Courtney horse. <laughs> You can't. Plus, just... he's buff as well, and I like to. Van the Power. I tell you what, yeah, Van the Power Yeah, it was more of a bell Van the Power You can't. If you're not going to use the Zellies, we'll, we'll, we'll go back to the Zellies, This is waiting. There we go. Back for more, Adam Price. Hello. As well. And Richard Hobbs. Hello, everyone. He's here with us. So, we're going to start with transfers. Lucky's laugh. Let's talk about the summer transfer window. Now, on Saturday. Can we not? Yes, we have to, because it's, it's, people it's, will demand to hear these words. It's emotional. It's yes, but we will, Regan, we'll all hold hands and get through it together. Okay? Don't worry. We are literally apparently holding hands The, pe- the here. people don't go. know this what they want. This is great for the audio feature, isn't Yeah, it, exactly. Guys, you know. So, on Saturday, uh, we all learned of a remarkable exit, one that we probably didn't expect to see, and it's come to fruition uh, today, that Richard Stearman has been sold to Fulham uh, for a three-year deal for a rumoured £2 million. Pound. Um, the multi-award-winning player of the season last season has departed. We all thought, you know, a phobia might be off with the whole Norwich bid, but it looks like it's been Richard Stearman instead. Um, now, we all have probably shed our little tear uh, of this transfer, perhaps. Uh, but now the dust settles, Richard Stearman's now, for some reason, wearing a white Fulham shirt. The dust isn't settled. 
I spent the, the fifteen du- pounds on that t-shirt for him. <laughs> <laughs> the dust will never settle. So he's, he's just got that shirt and screwed, screwed <laughs> yeah. up walls, but Fulham on yeah. there. Um, Ever and, so, I, and I told it. Yeah, and I said he had the best hair of wolves in my first ever podcast. Yeah, exactly. So I feel as if there's been a little dagger to my heart in that yeah, one. Exactly. He, he, you know, he met us and went, oh, "Got to get out of here, lads. Yeah. Got to get out of here." Lads. <laughs> he so let's <laughs> let's talk about Richard Stim. It was such a surprise. I'm still in my head trying to fathom why this has happened. Can anyone try and speculate as to why perhaps Wolves or maybe Stearman perhaps has decided to you know, move to Fulham? You know, when you you say something when you're drunk. And you, you say, you've, had, you've had a few Jaegers and a, cheek, and what a, have cheek, you done a cheeky time? vodka Red Bull. A cheeky Skittle Bomb. Yeah, a cheeky Skittle Bomb. Let's go for a Skittle Bomb. <laughs> and something says like a really good... Someone makes you an offering says like a really good idea. Like, and it seems like a good idea at the time. Do you reckon that's what Fellwell or Jacket did with his steam? And like, what's his phrase? Richard Osmond phoned up on behalf of Fulham and said, Kevin, I've got an idea for you. Do you want to sell us rich? And they said yes when they were drunk. Because that's the only way I can fathom it. Literally, I've, I've searched my soul. And that is the only reason I could decide why they've done this to us. It does seem weird. Now, Kenny Jacket has said it's footballing reasons, which again is, I'm trying to figure out. When you look at the headline of it, the absolute headline... We and it was supposed to be in the promotion push. We sell our most experienced defender, double player of the award, mm. player of the season, one winning last year. You, you you are left up. You are searching your soul to see why exactly we had that we sold him. If you do, I suppose if you take a step back, you can maybe maybe they've thought, and I'm, I'm speculating. Maybe they thought, okay, we've got four or five other guys that can play centre half, possibly recovered in that position. Obviously, we all know that this board is well. The whole ethos of the club is all pushing the youth. So maybe they're thinking we'll sell we'll sell our oldest defender. But like I said, that he's, he's got experience, and yeah. if we're pushing for promotion, and you've got he's, say a Courtney Hall, and he's yeah. not like he's thirty six. He's not like he's you know going over twenty eight. He's, he's, he's going in. The, the, the only prime. problem I have with this, well, the real problem I have with this is for every argument I can come up in my head for selling him, I can come up with two more mm. for not. For example, he's got one year left on his contract. Okay, but we've got a year, apparently we've got a year's option on, yeah. on that contract. Okay, he's twenty nine by that point, but one he's still going to be good enough. I would, you know, mm. I mean, I can't see. Well, him it's the whole thing about central defenders but will mature and, and mature get better age. as they get older. But the thing, it's not like it's a sacker where we don't think he's going to sign another contract because mm. the other thing was either oh, they really they really got burnt by seeing Sacco go. But I think Stearman would have signed another contract. Mm. This is like this is kind of like his hometown club. Now I know he's kind of like there's this thing that he was brought up in Leicester and he might be a Leicester fan, but he's been at Wolves for eight seven, years, eight, seven eight, or eight yeah, years yeah, potentially. He's I been do, at Wolves longer than Leicester. I mean, don't get me wrong; they've been an interesting seven years. I mean, some of the haircuts on their own have been pretty bloody <laughs> yeah, special. He's had a great Pre- range, pretty bloody, right? pretty special, but. I was proper gutted when I found out, and that, I, know, I know I'll often say things for effect and for a joke, but I was I am genuinely gutted. Now you talk about Jacket said footballing reasons. I think what Adam touched on there was that perhaps he thought, you know what, with how we're training people like Ebanks Landell and Hawes, they'll have the style that I want to have in those central defenders going forward, and we can get steaming out. But if he has now decided that. Uh, the Saturday before the end of the transfer window, how is it taking potentially four games where he's been playing and captain and pre-season to decide it's footballing reasons now that we want to sell it? Listen- surely you would know that even in pre- at the end of pre-season. Surely you would. And I mean, I was listening to um, talks for what I was at work the other day and they were saying that sometimes when things aren't going well, and let's be honest, I don't think they have been particularly great so far this season. Stearman's old enough that he might be of the opinion that I don't think this is right. 
and maybe he doesn't agree with the way things have been going down because I'll be honest with you I haven't watched us I think it's five games I've been to so far this season I haven't been particularly impressed at all in any game save for a game against half hour against Barnet and half hour against QPR no overarching the overarching theme of no game has been that I think we've been particularly brilliant mm. I think there are problems I really think that I mean the rate we're going at the minute we'll be lucky to make the playoffs it's early days, though. It doesn't it's early ma- days. It, it doesn't matter if it's it, if it's crap. It's crap. Mm. And this diamond, is crap. Well, let's go back to Stearman. We'll talk about diamond probably against Charlton. Is there a, a, a case that perhaps Wolves couldn't spend the money, so they needed the Stearman money to to put it through? And if you're going to sell someone and you're not going to sell a phobie, who else is going to make money? I think because of Sacco leaving on a free. I mean, I know you touched on it. I think the fact that we made a loss on him. And I know we have the option on Stearman in a year, but if Stearman has a great season and clubs come, bigger clubs and Fulham come looking for him next year, what's to stop him leaving on a free then? Mm. So the fact we've got some money for him now might have swayed their opinions. That's the only... Mm. I will say this, after this transfer window, bloody, I mean, I didn't like Norwich anyway, but Norwich and Fulham can go and... Go away. Go, go away. away. Nice. How about Fulham? They could have, um, money-wise, they could have obviously offered probably oh, a lot more than... Touched on this um, first podcast of the season when McDonald's linked to them, like, people saying, well, why do you want to go to Fulham? Well, they're going to pay you through the roof because they've been recently relegated, they're back to the hill, and they're a London club, and can see no, the appeal for someone in that respect. It wouldn't be my cup of tea, but I, you can go and start from... Um, I understand why foreign do. players might want to go to London. I've always understood that argument, but I've never really bought it with British players. But that's he's just... been given a three-year deal as well, Stephen. So... When a club accepts a bid for you, mm. it's hard. It's not like they've player. accepted yeah. a six or seven million quid bid. They've accepted a bid which I think is just about when it was two million or for two million. Then I thought that was par. That was it's... what that was what I thought for, for a, one year left for a one year left yeah. contract on a, yeah. a player of his ability. You know, for a, a good championship centre half, that was a big part. How, how do we not know that perhaps secretly Wolves have offered Stephen a, a, a new deal? The money, like Madonna, the money wise isn't there because I know John Bad made a good comment last week about you know what are Wolves paying now for, for for players? I think you know if we're not offering McDonald enough money, which he feels what? isn't enough, what are we now offering players? The, the one with the coming in. I think with recent years, we've never, I'm talking just the last couple of years, I don't think we've ever been massive payers. I think no. there has been, like I say, numerous examples when others have gone elsewhere. I think for for why we've accepted it, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's not due to the fact that we needed to sell before we could buy in mm. any new players. I thought we, surely we can't be that The fact that we money. spent, what, two and a half million on Cody, was it, in the end? I mean... It's dad. It's dad. Daddy Reek calling up. Big Reg. He wants to be on the fan cast. Big, big Reg. He's not on speaker. First down caller. Long time listener. It's. I. I. I think that generally the transfer policy coming in has been good, but. Mm. Well, I'd say is some sorry is some of that perhaps to do with League One though. But we went down to League One, so we couldn't really pay apart from Saka, who's already tied in, couldn't pay the wages of what. If you look, could Cody, I think is decent enough. McDonald, we brought in decent, mm. good, good player. Goldborn, Goldborn, good player. Well, I mean, the, the thing that concerns me with the transfer policies going out is we were going to sell James Emery a month and a half ago. Mm. James Emery was comfortably the best player on Saturday. Transfer policy as a whole, you take a look at the team that finished last season, and 
I think quite a lot of them have been subject to transfer activity, haven't they? Obviously, a phobia. Yeah. It's been after James mm. Henry, say. Well, our four, four, four best players last season, you'd probably well five best players last season, you'd probably say with Steeman, Dico, Sacco, a phobia when he after he came in, in Edwards, and three of them three are going to be playing there. Right now, aren't they? The, the thing that questions me is, I've never been an anti-jacket person. I think I've been quite vocally in favour of jacket. However, this time last year, we were trying to play about Jack Price. And eventually, bit us on the arse and we realised that we need Jack yeah. Price. I think his judgement came in, in, under question then. I really question his judgement on the Stearman thing. And I, I've got, if he if he honestly thought that um, Henry wasn't good enough, I've got to question it there as well. Mm. It's, I'll always, I said, I like Jackie. I'll always support him while he's the boss. He's not one of these, I mean, he's not like he's a Saunders where I could never take to him or anything like that. But I really am struggling to question his judgment, sorry, to understand his judgment that he's made on three, what I would consider pretty key players. What we'd never get as well, isn't it? We'll never get anything more, I don't think, than the explanation of just footballing decisions. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. Pretty I think broad a bit reason. of a considering yeah. Yeah. I think when you're saying, oh, no one wants to sell their strikers. But you're willing to sell our best centre back for footballing reasons. I fa- I yeah. struggle to sell. As I said, I could have understood a five million offer. Financial reasons, you say. Yeah. To, if you say to us, look, it's good money for what we've got. Yeah. And the thing, as I've said, if you were to move I offer into the centre half, but I think a lot of people have forgot that Danny Bart's got to come back. Yeah. And I think we have missed Danny Bart. If Danny Bart's due back, is it middle of September? <sighs> I don't know. I think it might be. It might be. Whether he'll play or not, but he's fit for after international break. But he'll so, probably need yeah. a, a game or two. So, so, if, if you, if you yeah. say, but I mean, if you say that Danny Bart's we, after Stearman goes, we're only going to be out without Bart for one or two games, maybe three, maybe three games, maybe in that sense. And as I'm really must have, uh, clutching at straws here. Yeah. I was going to say plucking at straws then, or plucking at feathers, <laughs> yeah. or something like I completely forgot. But I'm really clutching. Like if you've got, if you accept that Bart, he's a strong defender. And personally, I would have said he was, he wasn't as good as Stearman, but alas, there's a future for Bart to mature. Hopefully, then you're only filling one of those parts with Horse, Iorfa, or Ebanks and And there are three good young centre halves. Are there three centre halves that I'd want potentially pushing there with a promotion push? Probably not. But what they need though is an older head. Who will guide them? Danny Bart still, despite being the captain, I feel needs the older head of Richard Stearman. He's not to learn quite there, from, is he? and he's not there not yet. So there. then, you, you know, it's a massive vote of confidence from Kenny Jacket to to you know Ebanks and Dell, Iwalf and Horse to say. I, you, I feel like, or despite your age, you are ready for a championship promotion push. I think that someone like Stearman still needs you to be there to be like, look, I learned from Craddock when I was younger. He's now the elder statesman, and he can go, you know, on the pitch. Rather than off the pitch, can help them. The one, I, the one I'd always say is, and it's the only thing that has really concerned me is when Bart went out with his injury last year. I mean, specifically when we played Wigan away, he bought Ebanks Landell in. I thought Ebanks Landell was comfortably better than Bart in those in those games. Yeah. Now, admittedly, we were playing Wigan, but I so I can't sort the future. This potential in the future, yeah. I just think that it might hold us back this season. And when it's been put on the record by. Kenny Jacket, especially that this yeah we're looking to go up this season. What I'd say is, if in twelve months' time we've been promoted, we're gonna have to go out and get at least one pretty damn good centre half. Yeah. Because, I mean, we'd probably have to do that even if we still had Stearman. Mm. But in twelve months' time, I would not feel comfortable with Danny Bart, Ethan Ebanks, Landell, Courtney Horse, 
there's the three regular centre backs mm. and I all for potentially coming in as well. When you consider that the game after the our next upcoming game after international break, we could have Ebanks, Landell and Hawes as their two centre backs. If we if we hit a bad run of form, these are two young guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. This yeah. needs someone around them just to coach, help them through their mistakes. And, I, I wonder and, if they'll if they'll try and get some. Someone in on loan is, a, is an, exp- an older, experienced centre half that's not getting games at the Premier League club. So like Michael Turner, he's just gone loan to Sheffield Wednesday. Now you might say you don't rate him, but he's a player. He's a decent defender who has Championship and Premier League experience. And he goes to Sheffield Wednesday. I think he, why are we coming in for someone like because, that? Because I, I, well, the thing is, I do get that on the basis of if you are getting rid of Richard Stearman so that these guys can play first team football. Yeah. You're not then going to go and pay. Not it's not even the pay thing. Michael Turner. You're not going to go and get then get Michael Turner because then that's the because then Michael. Just yeah, because that's yeah. what Richardson was. Because Michael Turner's not necessarily someone of the ilk of Michael Turner. Mm. Isn't going to come and sit on Wolves bench. He's no. going to. He, he could sit on the bench at Sunderland or wherever he's in. Is it Sunderland or Norwich? Norwich. Norwich. He, he went from Norwich. Yeah. Norwich. Yeah. He's not going to come and sit on the bench. Well, it's an odd one, isn't it, for Richard Stephen? And I think we're all. To be honest, the I feel, I feel a, having talked it out a bit, I feel a tiny bit better about it. This is good fancast therapy is working. Yeah. But at the same point, I'm still disappointed. I, I, think it's just I will shame. shed a cheer tonight yeah. when I go to bed. I, I shed one yesterday and Saturday. <laughs> Sunday it's just wasn't. a shame because he's kind of gone quite a path of almost redemption with Wolves House in yeah. terms of... You know, you know yeah. that Fulham away, there's going to be songs about Richard Stearman. Yeah. He's going Which to get is only two games after the international yes. break. Yeah, Steerman, bullet header, last yeah. minute. I, 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 the only thing I'm gutted about is that we only ever got Richard Steerman, football genius, started as a champ once. And Absolutely. he was a lovely guy, and I think he was one of the only Wolves players who regularly interacted with the fancast on Twitter. He was class. Yeah. I mean, my favourite my yeah. my Richard Steerman memory would be when we presented him that shirt and he caught him and went, oh, I'm Steerman. I'm like, yeah. I know yeah. you are. <laughs> I feel I've been you... singing songs about you for the last twenty four months. <laughs> I feel it's the fact he introduced himself as Steers to us. Oh yeah, that yeah. Was... it's not. It's like you going, "Hi, I'm Reek." Okay, <laughs> you know your first name at least. Yeah. So we're all sad to see him go. Also on transfer deadline, Wolves actually bought someone. We actually bought a player on deadline day. Um, Nathan Byrne from Swindon Town for an undisclosed fee, thought to be about a million pounds. Cool. My town is a right back. Um, three mi- a three million three year deal with an option of a fourth. Um, yes, we we believe he's a winger, not a. Uh, he's a been right bought back. in as a winger. However, yeah. he has previously played applied his trade at right back. So for all of those who sent me tweets on the Fancaster account going, oh, he's a right, he's a winger. There is very justified means because if Talksport can get it wrong, I think I'm entitled to as well. There we go. Do we know anything about Nathan Byrne? His, his name is Nathan, and his second name is Byrne. Apart from the obvious, scored a hat trick on the opening day of the season. He did. He's the not a right. One, he's third, not a right. Third, <laughs> third one being a very good goal. Um, well, I've, I've got a Swindon sporting friend, and he just um, he says he's just he's lightning fast and has has a few tricks, but he's very lightweight. But why so, are we signing your wingers if we're not playing wings? It does call into question the fact that we still we still do need a left winger, but we is he right? buy a right winger instead. I'm so. pretty sure he's yeah. a. I think he's right a right side. Yeah, because he's right sided. He used to play right wing back for. Maybe, maybe, maybe the white Pele will move he across did. to the left wing. He can say, do that, can't he? Yeah. Um, the white Pele. I was going to say, he definitely can do that, can't he? He, 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 he started. He played most of the game. To be, right? sorry, to yeah, be honest, stuff, to be honest, I think wingers can the modern wingers mm. of, the, of the current ilk can generally play by play both sides. Really, it's just. I mean, for me, I'd, if. 
I'd generally, in, in modern football, would play my left-footed winger on the right and vice versa because they can cut in and shoot. Because you've got see, the marauding full See, I'm not always as keen on that because the crossing ability from your... If, when you cut inside, is easier for defenders to clear it because it's coming in towards them. We're going for a bit of... Tactics right there. Yeah, fantastic tactics all day. Yeah. That's why you two could never work together in a coaching <laughs> We could. We could. Like, <laughs> we could we'd, we'd Brian Clough it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'd um, discuss it for 20 minutes and decide that I was right in the first place. Yeah. Um, so that was the only in today. Unfortunately, we didn't get the football manager stat, so we'll just say... Yeah, oh, I had a look. Right. I had oh. a look. He's, um, he's 15th for pace. Oh, this is right. last season, so... Yeah. Flair. This is also a football manager that he was right. He was a right back, so that oh, was right. why I'd him. Flair. Um, Do you remember Flair? No. I don't tell you, he's, he's, I didn't look at him in that detail. Um, crossing, crossing was below it. 10. Oh, okay. As was um, uh, dribbling. So why he bought him? However, However, work rate, I assume, is 20 then. No, I don't know. Um, the only other bit of news that never actually happened was Van der Parra didn't go to Leeds or a couple of other teams. What did we think of Van der Parra? Do we know who the other team was? Um, through right. DI. Was it? I don't know who the So we were potentially selling him to the top of the table team. Basically, uh, would so we have been? The goal he scored last season against them. I'd keep yeah. him. I, 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 I like Van I, I, I know he's. I know he really divides opinions mm. and he's inconsistent. But I would keep him. I think he still has. You know, it's surprising we're saying inconsistent because and. Um, People have often talked about his crossing abilities, but he actually got the most assists. He got the most assists last year. The reason I've always got frustrated with him is his dancing ability. He looks like he's consistently auditioning for dancing with the stars or strictly. I think he's got. He can. He can get past people. I think he showed it against Cardiff, and he's got the pace. It's just that final bit. He just doesn't seem to know what to do with it. Does he cross it in? Does he pass it somewhere else? And if he had that final bit, I think he would be. He'll be be out on loan next month. I was going to say, dare I say, we've kept him to be a um, auxiliary striker. Mm. I don't think no, we can. I don't think. Right. I don't think. No, we can. Like, team like off. which we'll, again, yeah. we'll talk about in a bit. But yeah, so we all oh, yeah, we're okay, man. I'd rather we kept him than, than sold him yeah. right now. To be fair, I, I think, think, I was, I think that easy. comment about dangerous Dave being the auxiliary striker is. I could see it happening. Oh, I'll have it at some stage. That's all I'm saying. I think you're forgetting about one other thing. Siggy's not going to come back. The Swedish prince <laughs> or the Icelandic Ooh. prince. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll alter that. The Scandinavian superstar. Exactly. Beyond Sigurdarsson. And now, yeah, okay, my gut's telling me that once he gets fully fit, we'll probably cancel his What's contract. What's your heart telling you, Dave? And he'll go out. But my heart's telling me, come on, Siggy. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> but my heart. The, uh, Dave's heart's telling him will, yes. He will officially reclaim the crown as best hair at the club. And he will. Is he still? Oh, no, is he not in his show? Is it? Is it? Have you seen? Have yeah. you seen? Have you seen him at work? Right. 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 No. Yeah, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's no Tommy Rowe. <laughs> um, right, let's talk about the summer transfer transfer window in general. Now, before I is this about calculate this uh, about Wolves? Okay. Uh, you know what? What was the Premier League spent? Like eight hundred and fifty million this window? Yeah, yeah, Absolutely ridiculous. Um, how much was the rumored Michael Jacobs sale? Do we know? Scored the other day. Yeah. Uh, Saka scored the weekend as well, which is great for him to see against yeah. uh, Chelsea. Uh, Ella Kobe scored as well. It's fantastic. So, I believe, let's say Jacobs has sold for, I don't know, half a million. That's yeah. all, I, all I can think of. I have calculated, I believe, that Wolves, in this summer, with outgoings and ingoings, have made a £2.5 million pound l- loss. In so, net, net, net spend is yeah. two mil- £2.5 yeah. million. there we go. So, people who... Sounds slightly better, people who, Just to recap, people who have come in, Jed Wallace, um, Desandes, Cody and Byrne. Um, Can I stop you for one second? 
Yeah. Are we going to talk about the Charlton game after this? Yes. Okay, I'll leave the gym. Um, obviously, loans that have come in as well, Lafondra, Ojo and Martinez. People have gone out. Obviously, Doyle's gone out uh, to Colorado Rapids. Uh, Leon Clark's gone. Uh, Cassidy, Kujak, Ricketts, obviously Sacco because of his contract ended. Jacobs, Margarita Peter and finally Richard Stearman. Loans that have gone out. McAlindian, Ismail, uh, Hayden and Lee Evans. How Is Ismail you... injured again then, considering I saw him at the game on Saturday? Should he not have been playing for Knox County or something? I don't know if he's been picked I think he's been playing at Knox County because I'm going at Burton, but... Ooh, oh, oh, Club Burton. Oh, sorry, Burton. Club Burton. Yes, so, um, how do we assess the summer... Tra- Let's take Stearman out of it. How do we assess the summer transfer window for Wolves? Well, if you look at sort of matching up players, I mean, in theory, we replaced Doyle slash Clark with um, Lafondra. In terms of sort of who has replaced who... Um, we've got Clark and Doyle have essentially been replaced by Lafondre in terms of being a third choice striker. Kushak's been replaced by Martinez. Yeah. Saka in theory has sort of been replaced by Ojo and Byrne. And well, you can say Jacobs for that matter as well. And then we've got two extra central midfielders. It's only Stearman we haven't truly replaced, no. I guess. And you can say that's because it was late in the day. Which again is odd that we've decided to sell him without yeah. a potential replacement which is odd for some for Jacket to do something like that mm. I think we've this this window has been a bit weird because I don't, I don't think we we don't normally entertain that many season long loans do we no not in recent years and then we've suddenly came up with three yeah, yeah. in one go I mean the the keeper one okay fine you can understand that yeah. because of Kushak going obviously whether you should have been first team or not is another it's debate. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, Ojo, I get, yeah, you say he's the, the replacement for Sacco. Um, it's still questionable, I think. It's, Ojo. it's another weird one really because he's not he's not going to be our player mm. at the end of this loan, and so you think well, that's not obviously that's not a proper replacement for Sacco because mm. he's not going to be our player mm. at the end of twelve months. Lavandro, I was, I was, I have to say, I was happy with when he. Carry off, and that was a brilliant third choice yeah. striker option. Now, obviously, he's going to get a bit more game time going forward. Um, but I think we all cried out for a defender anyway, like I said before. Yeah. Yeah. Went. That's one place we all said we need a strong, strong defender now to take us forward, and it's just not happened, does it, mm. for, for, for one reason or another? Regan, we're talking about um, the summer transfer window. Thanks for rejoining us. Thank you very much. Um, what do you think overall of the window? When you take Stearman I'm, out of it, though. I'm happy with the players we've brought in, and minus Stearman, I'm not disappointed really about the players we've let go. I think they were general baggage, weren't they? Yeah, really. they were expected to go. There's no apart from Stearman, as I say, there was no really major surprises. And what, you what, even what, Jacobs, I, what I would say, what you know. I would say is, okay, I, I would like to have seen us get Jacobs, but I, I understand that his face just kind of didn't fit following the league. The League One. So he's gone back to League One. He's doing well in League One. It might be that a bit like Ebanks, uh, Blake was mm. for us. That, that that's he, that's his league. Mm. It's it's neither in or there. It's not exactly what you call a fantastic transfer window because we've not really at the minute bought anyone in that's pulling up trees. But then you've got to give them 10-15 yeah. games. So the thing is, Ojo looks slightly better with each game. Mm. I mean, the thing is, I think Ojo at times looks like an athlete. More than a footballer, like it's, mm. if he was slow, there's no way. You know, you know what I mean. Let's say that Ojo. Let, let's pace, let's yeah. say that Ojo's got 17 pace. If he if he once again football manager, if he was an 11 pace sort of player, 
he'd be doing nothing. I mean, he completely overhit a pass the other day. That one was the wrong pass, but two he overhit it. For me, I think that Jed Wallace will have a bigger part to play. I was really impressed by Jed Wallace the other day. I think we could have, and when when you look that we could have really had Lafondra, Dicko, um, that keep the future's bright. bright. The future's yeah. bright. The future's in a care, and a phobie as well as Dicko. Sorry, mm. we got four decent strikers. I'd like to see us have bought someone in that's a bit more of a physical presence. I mean, I haven't really seen that much of Joe Mason, but would we say that's he's now so it's. He's nippy, he's quick. I think that's what I think that's the one thing they've missed. I would like to have seen us one bought another cent, uh, centre another centre yeah, half and two another uh, a big a big man in but well, I was gonna say we were linked very late in the day today with uh Jan Kermagon. He's tiny. Uh, oh yeah. no, um, the Bournemouth guy. Um whose name I can't remember who's quite big. Yeah, no, we were linked with Jan Kermagon as well, but from Bournemouth, but no, yeah. he's a uh, he's nippy in French. I'm disappointed that we haven't. I know you can't really replace a player like Sacco, but I'm disappointed that we haven't gone out and really spent money on a a talented winger to try and get as near to it as possible. Somebody like you know people like the, the realms of the, the Jesse Lingards and that that we haven't gone out and gone right. We need someone to replace what Sacco brought to us. We're not going to get that exact replacement, but someone like this guy I think is going to get to it. I, I yeah. think and it's a term that I nick from I nick from Moneyball. Is they're trying to replace him in the aggregate? Yeah, they're not trying to replace him in terms of one player because like, 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 you, yeah, because you not might not be able to do that. So they've they've tried to replace him in terms of bringing in three slightly better football, three slightly yeah, I'd, rather I'd than not, bringing one excellent footballer. Because the thing is, I didn't think we'd miss Sacco personally, and I've got cards on the table. Thought he was an above average championship. He was a good, you know what I mean. He he, he was better than most championship yeah. players, but he wasn't exceptional at that level. Whereas having seen him the league up, he's looking class. But I think that comes from the fact that he's not the sole focus of production for a team. And it's disappointing again the fact that uh, we were told by a CEO, his lordship, that he would they would spend money. No, yeah. and it's it's just not happened. It's not happened at all. So, I'd, rather, so I'd rather they didn't spend the money for the sake of it. If it's true that they've put a four million pound bidding for Joe Mason, Joe Mason yeah. fair play. They've, they've been willing to chuck some money at what they've foreseen. But have they done that because of the Dicko injury that happened so late? Most and it's lo- desperation. Most likely, but the thing is, that at least they were willing to try yeah. and do something about it. I think that we could one lose a couple of couple of players mm. on. Um, let's go. My granddad texted me telling me he can't get his Virgin Media page up, um, but YouTube's working fine apparently. Good. I think that we might see players coming on loan and we might see a couple go out. For example, Van La Parra. And I wonder that the... I'm hoping that the diamond system that we've seen is very much a plan B or a plan A. Like, it's one of two plans. And when the likes of Jed Wallace come back and then when Ojo's been a bit more settled, we might see more out and out wing play. I was going to say, where would you see Jed Wallace fitting in back? Because he's I, not a winger. I can tell you that much. I... Um, I've used him as a winger previously, but um, back up. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say he's much more of a central player from what we saw um, against Barnet. I thought he played well. I thought he played well in that ten role on Saturday, especially yeah, when no, he came on. And I thought, he, on. He, and I thought he was very quick. He was quite quick and quite energetic. But I, I understand that he can play 
pretty much right side or centre. So um, I was disappointed that um, Kujak went still. I think I would have rather Kujak than Martinez. Yes, yeah, so just just for the experience. If we compare the two, then yeah, I depend what he was asking for. I think he was after first team football. And he, I think he knew that he wouldn't, he wouldn't get no, that yeah, here because yeah. when when he played for us and he, he did reasonably well when yeah. he played for us, as soon as Akimi was fit again, he was yeah. back in. So Kuchak must have obviously been thinking, okay, well, if Carl, if Carl Akimi is fit, I'm not going to play. He's starting for Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrap up the transfer thing. Out of ten, how do we rate Wolves' uh, transfer activity this summer? Uh, Rich, I'll go to um, yourself first. Before Saturday, which is kind of it's like in BC and AD thing, isn't it? Now, um, I'd probably said a six or six and a half. Now I'm going to say five. Five, Adam. I went. I was six before. I'll, I'll keep it at six. 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 Regan. I'm very much in the Richard camp of it was better before Saturday. So it'd have been it'd have been maybe even six and yeah. uh, six and a half. Now mm. I'm just going to stick with a pure five. I'm going to agree on the five as well, Regan, on that one as well. Uh, before we get to Charlton, the other big blow is that Nui Dicko is basically out for the season. Well, he's officially out for nine months with a cruciate ligament injury. Anterior cruciate ligament. Yeah. There we go, that's the one. Um, and it's, what a, uh, Regan, I think you're a bit different to this, uh, this viewpoint, but I think it's a major blow, especially last season it proved how much we missed him no, not being the driving <laughs> engine. I think that... You know, especially our top two, one of our top two strikers isn't there. If you it's re- a massive effort for the whole season. If you read the stats, and stats, I mean, the stats don't you, lie. Can say, you can say stats don't lie, but then again, a famous politician once said lies, damn lies, and statistics. And Homer Simpson, just, thought, yeah, I was Homer, say, Simpson Homer Simpson also said anyone can make up statistics, Kent. 42% of people know that. Oh, fair enough. Okay. One of my favourite jokes <laughs> of all time. Carry on. On the on that on the basis, he has played well. Sorry, we have missed him previously. Yeah. But what you've got to think is, since Dick, uh, sorry, since the phobie came in, Dick has played a lot of those games as well. Mm. So that argument, that argument may have been um, supplemented by a phobie. Mm. Or you could argue that it would be the, it wouldn't have had the sort of uh, a difference because of a phobie. Personally, this year. I was getting really bored of Dico. I, I don't think he's the best. No, well, before season. last season when we when we did have Sacco and we had two up top, Sacco was part of the supply line. Yeah. But now with a phobie dropping deep, Dico's playing with his back to goal now, and he's not enjoying having two two defenders on him. And, yeah. and like you said on Saturday, he just, he just wasn't in the game. All he, yeah, he was. was I sent a tweet that he's looked almost like, looked like a jilted lover at times this season. It looks he, like. And it's like he's missing Zacco. Mm. And don't get wrong, I mean, to someone that said he was a more average championship player, <laughs> I've missed him. It's not and just your lottery. No, we, no, all it's all about. we all do. But... Let me give you another stat, because we love stats. Um, this was Nick Wall on Twitter. So since his signing, this is Nubadico, we've only lost seven of the 50 matches in which he started. In the 21 games he's not started, we've lost eight. It's still very good. Someone and I, I say again. What I'd, I say, think what I'd say is, if right? we change the system and we go back to what we, I think we know is best, we'll very much miss his drive. So perhaps not having him in this system will benefit us. Can I do? Can play. I do a bit of maths for a second? Because from what you're telling me, he's, he's had seventy. He's been here for seventy-one games. That's what I'm interpreting those stats as. Twenty-one games and fifty games. Would that be correct? I would say the yes. So over the course over those seventy one games, we've all without Dico, we've lost fifteen. 
So we've lost about 25, just short of 25%, maybe 20%, without me actually doing the maths. No, we've we've lost 15 games of the, yeah, 71, of the 71. So of the, we've lost the, about 20, 20% of the games that we've played. Yeah. Without Dico, we've lost for, and then we. Without him, we've lost. Without eight. him, we've lost over thirty for three percent. So yeah, that would suggest that there is some sort of correlation mm. between the two. However, as I've said, what I've said is most a good say twenty three twenty a good third of those games have been with a phobie playing with him as well. And personally, I feel a phobie's made a slight bit more of an impact on those games, especially yeah. since he signed than Dico has. I can see that. Well. I think it was the end of last season when because Jacket sometimes switched between four four two and the four two three one. Yeah. Dicko was normally the fall guy, wasn't he, for 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 these sort of formations, and he stuck with the phobia up front on his own, uh, which I thought was quite interesting, considering the fact, especially in light of those stats, how well we do play when mm. when he starts. But I still think it, it's obviously it goes with saying it's going to be a massive blow because when you stacked our strike force up our front three. Uh, Sacco, Dicko, well, not Sacco, Dicko, FOB and Lafondre. I think you put those on a par with most of the top championship mm. strike forces. Mm. So to lose one of those main three, well, so I wouldn't. I would never want to lose any of them. And the thing that I think the difference has been issued when we played four two three one last season. I always got the feeling that it was Dicko that was operated as the ten. With a phobia operating as the as the lead striker, no, where no, I think the way around. But I anyway. think it was almost a four four two, or like a very attacking. But we, two, but, four. or the four two, even yeah. if it was four four two, I always felt that Dicko was the deep Lovely. line, the deep line forward. As a phobia was like, should we say the once again we're going football mate, yeah. bad injury, but you get, so and I think that there's been a bit of a role reversal there, which suits a suited more, shall we say. A phobia this year than it had Dico. You would have thought that with the lo- the, the transfer window closed now, the loan wi- and the loan window walls will go for a striker. But what a big opportunity this is now going to be for Lafondra and to an extent Bright. Lafondra will now become that um, second striker. Yeah, Bright is going to get moved uh, up. Lafond- mm. I've got a feeling Lafondra will almost play the point of the attack because mm. that's where he played against Barnet and that's where he also played when he came on. And I think that'll almost work better for a phobia because. Lafondra will do that job of just running across mm. the line and give a throw that bit. I, I thought that yeah. he was a lot better when he came on in that game. Uh, one again, he played better against Barnet. This is still Lafondra, no, I haven't yeah, lost yeah. him. I thought, no, lost no, 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 no. Um, I thought he was better against Barnet. And I thought he was a lot better on Saturday as well because this this that pass that I, I was on about with Ojo, mm. where he played the wrong pass and overhit it. Lafondre pulled straight across to the one side. It was a great ball to play, and he didn't. So I think Lafondre could play well in that position. I think position. Son is just getting fit. You know, I think he yeah. didn't have much of a pre-season, from what I know, which is of course not very much. But he seemed every game. He seems to be improving that bit more every game. I think Barnet was a great step for he him. He was useless. I mean, I thought he was useless the, the home game before. Yeah. Like not the Barnet won the game. It was a QPR. Yeah. I thought he yeah. was a dog. But at the same point. I think that he's very much like kind of a like. I would rather use him as a Solskjaer. Like, yeah. I, like, I like him coming off the bench for twenty minutes because I think he's almost not guaranteed a goal, mm. but in those twenty minutes, that's when he that's generally mm. in his he does career. hit the ground running when he comes on as a sub. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be have that luxury, are we now? Well, I, but I thought Enderbeke. Sorry, I thought was really good against Barney. Yeah. Mm. Now I'd yeah. like to see him given his chance. And I think that he personally, I think that he might be a good option to play from the start, 
and then to br- if we can to oh, don't know what's going on there but to bring um, Hadouken um, <laughs> but all in all New Dick a massive blow and we wish him a speedy mm-hmm. recovery the Wolves came back to winning ways with a 2-1 win at Molyneux over Charlton. Uh, Wolves came back from 1-0 down with goals from Dangerous David Edwards and a, day, a first goal from Lafondra to give Wolves a win. Now, I know it was all overshadowed by the whole Richard Stearman thing which, which was going on at the time, so let's try and concentrate on the match. Was that a frustrating win? Because the performance itself wasn't the best. It was a strange game, I thought, because the first half was... I think he's up there with a bit of much non-event, wasn't it, the first yeah, half? There was not a lot going on. I can remember, I can remember was Henry having a shot after about three minutes where he bent it around the far yeah, post, yeah. and then I think Edwards missed a chance in the first half. But then, second half, just purely for, for entertainment value, was a lot better because things happened yeah. in, the, in the second half for a start. Um, I know Henry playing left wing was interesting, and Edwards right wing. That was and The balance, again, for me, is not... Completely there. I know Edwards doesn't stick to the wing. He'll. he'll I wonder if he's got he if he's gone with these diamonds because he feels like he hasn't got two out of the wingers at the minute. Because I can't see the merits. Once again, I can't see. I'm the merits not. Well, he does have two out of the wingers. He's got Henry and Ojo, yeah. but he's choosing not. To, yeah. He's choosing not to play. But once again, I don't think Ojo's. I, think, I, I personally think Ojo is at the minute. Despite the fact he scored that wonderful goal last yeah, in, yeah. in the League yeah. Cup game, but he, then again, he missed six or seven decent chances in that. Mm-hmm. He's an athlete. He looks at times like an athlete, more so than a footballer. I think there's a bit of a trade-off at the moment, isn't there? Because, at the minute, because you have Edward. We all know what Edwards gives us with, with his important goals. We spoke yeah. before. He's not prolific, but the goals he scores are always an equaliser or a match-winning goal. And his work rate that he gives versus someone like Ojo, who will give mm-hmm. us width, but does he give you the same work rate and it's the same goal threat? So it's an interesting trade-off at the moment. Which were you going to say? I was going to say, firstly on Ojo, I don't think he'd be in the Liverpool Academy and I don't think he'd got this far of Club of Fat stature if he didn't have some level of technical ability. I know, I think he has it, yeah. as evidenced by I the th- goal. Yeah, I think he just slowly... I think it's going to be one of those where it's going to take time, but starting games at this point, I think it's a bit of a... The other thing I was going to say is, I'm not completely against the diamond formation. Oh, controversial. Here we go. Rich, put your case forward and drop your mic at the end. <laughs> Just slap <laughs> over right in the centre of the room. Here we go. Yeah, I, I don't want you to drop my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I just took a bowl of water. <laughs> yeah. just, uh, I did that last week. No, I, I actually think that... I think we're still getting used to it, but I think if it works effectively, which is kind of shown by some of the goals and the movement... When we're actually playing with a bit of confidence, we have the players like Dave Edwards and a Phobian Dicko, well, when Dicko was fit, who actually do have the movement to pull the strings. But for it to work, every player needs to have 100% confidence in themselves and mm. everyone around them, which at the moment we don't necessarily have. Mm. And they are still trying to work out the kinks of the system. In, I said in principle, I'm not actually against it. Um, I mean, you saw how we were against Cardiff when we went back to this um, a four-two-three-one, and it really didn't work. I'm not saying I definitely. I said let's play this weird narrow formation over something that's tried and tested, but I'm not against it actually. I think actually when it works, it it works quite nicely. Uh, first half, I thought there we go. First half, I thought 
Wolves kind of seemed to dominate possession mostly in Charlton really trouble Akimi, but in the second half, Charlton got the goal. Do you think Akimi... What, 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 what I'm going to say is, and he hasn't been said yet, Charlton, we're crap. Yeah, we were, lo- we were lucky. Well, I think there were points on, on Saturday we were lucky how bad they were. They also didn't look like a team that had beaten both QPR and Hull at home and got draws against Derby and Forest away. I was going to say, mm. I was going to say one thing on that championship. Charlton beat QPR. QPR beat us. We beat Charlton. At this point, I don't think the table is it, it's no, not the new saying judges have to take yeah, it's it's after ten games. Personally, I said I'd have been happy with six points, sorry, four points out of the QPR and Hall games. And for a time it looked like we were gonna get him. There was put you know what I mean, those three goals where we defended badly at don't go in against QPR, we're three points higher, we we're much closer to the top of the league. Things can be a bit doom and gloom. I think the reason we're probably getting frustrated is now we've had two very good seasons under Jackies where we haven't looked troubled by anything. We've probably played out a little bit more in terms of our style because we've been here for a season now. So we are going to have to try a few different mm. things. I support that. I just don't think this one is particularly great. Akimi, the first... Should it, should it, now, I saw at the time I saw it, I thought you should have saved it. I saw a replay of it. I definitely thought you should have saved mm. it. However, it doesn't help when you've been dropped... For a lewd line time, his confidence is going to be shot. Because guess, then yeah. when he comes back in, he did that. He went from Trump pretending he was Clark Kent against um, Cardiff. Cardiff. Yeah. And I guess he's, but there's same, a lack of confidence there from making that mistake. But at the same yeah. point, the defence should have closed that shot down mm-hmm. a lot earlier. The midfield should have been able to close it down. And I still think, and I'm going to bang on about it until we do something about it, price has got to be in for either Cody or McDonald. Well, I think I was saying, I mentioned that yeah. before. This time last yeah. season, we were playing Lee Evans and Kevin McDonald. In, instead of Jack Price and then we realised oh we, we need Jack Price because Jack Price does this Jack Price is a very good footballer and he's being overlooked and I think been treated particularly badly at this point of the season for the last two seasons I don't dislike Cody mm. I don't dislike McDonald but I think there's going to be a time where one of those two has to give mm. way for Price and even if we were to and God maybe who knows play McDonald as the ten. You talk well, about I mentioned, I think I mentioned that last season because he did used to play there for uh, Sheffield United, and I think that's what I mentioned last week. Now, um, as well as Price giving you that shield in front of the back four, I think he gives the defence a lot of confidence. He's, especially he's a very good you're going well. to have no disrespect to Ebanks Lendell, Son, who isn't the greatest player on the ball. If you've got Son, who you know is always going to be five yards from you when you get the ball to pick it up and spray it across. It's got to give you a lot of confidence in the centre back. There you go. Really. I think we talk about stats as well. They talk about Dicko stat, uh, win stats with him. I think our stats with Jack Price in the team are phenomenal yeah. as well. I, I know we're talking about League One that incorporates some of his stats as well. But well, that's where we were at the time. But yeah. um, I think he's. I was happy that obviously we signed Cody and he was. But I thought he started off really well. The last two games, I think he's been a bit quieter. Jacket's obviously a ruthless guy, mm. as we know. Ask Carl Akimi. So yeah. um, we know he's ruthless. So I'm maybe thinking the next game, there's a chance we might see Price for Cody. Mm. I think on the keeper front, I think the lack of confidence in Akimi is Jacket's own problem that he's mm. caused. Um, due to the fact he, he currently can't decide who his number one mm. is. Um, he's got two weeks now to 
to pick one and stick and, and stick with. And I guess one. Jackets made a lot of big calls, and let's say the majority of them have really worked when we've been really shocked. And you could actually put that back again to the Stephen sale. Maybe you know, genuinely, we are speculating. Oh, we've just sold him. Perhaps he has looked at it and gone mm. football and reasons. I just think we need to move him on. Um, let's Edwards, Dave, dangerous Dave Edwards, once again. <laughs> On the score sheet when you need him. I think it was lucky that he, he got it because it was like a, a rebound, wasn't it? The, he nearly scored just, a back heel. I think that was yeah. the most dis- uh, annoying thing for me. It's like he tried to behind, you know, kind of <laughs> flick it behind him and bounces back to him. But And then he scores again um, a few minutes later with a header, which he probably should have yeah, done. Yeah, that, 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 that was the one where he missed the... I thought, oh, it's not going to be a day when he yeah. missed that... I know this will sound like a weird thing to say, but I think when I counted... Like chances and almost certain chances, we should have had about five overall for the I game. Especially second half, I think the Fonda had a chance before his goal, which he probably should have buried. Yeah. But Dave Edwards once again scores. Yeah. You can't stop the man. Dave Edwards false nine. Yeah, I think we're, we're, we could we're starting that fancast. Yeah. Uh, no, fancast no, false no. nine. No. hashtag fancast false nine. <laughs> yeah. We're starting no. it. No, we're not. If you, when, you know, I've, got access, to, I've got access to the Twitter. If you tweet it, I'll delete it. I'm changing my password. When it trends, I'll say, Regan, look at this trend. Personally, I like Dave as an attacking midfielder. That's what Dave does. By the way, I am kind of being very much joking on this false night. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not clear on this, I'm being... No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm arguing very much for effect. But yeah. I just, for the love of God, please, <laughs> Kenny. I know. Oh, God, it would, be, it, would be a disa- it would be a human disaster, but... It, but the thing is, in also, if we're talking about it in a faux serious way, I think it would completely negate all effectiveness <laughs> that he has because he's he's one of the is that you know when you're playing eleven side or seven side football, there's that one kid that just never stops bloody moving, so he always ends up on. Yes, I know. Those <laughs> I imagine. Kids. I imagine about five years ago, it's probably you. No, it was never me. <laughs> I'm the one who's <gasps> stop, just stop, stop that really. You just stand there. <laughs> I like it. That's what I like him for. I like because he's deadly. He's yeah. dangerous. I'm still waiting for Paolo Fenton or whoever it is you get to do the graphics for Fancast occasionally. Little down check there for Paolo yeah. Fenton, yeah. Because oh, he follows me, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm going to wait for someone to basically do the Breaking Bad inspired David Edwards graphic. I think there needs to be a serious one. You really do realise if for some reason he gets player of the season, and given that the curse is back, I really hope that he doesn't. That his t shirt isn't going to just say Fancast player on here. On the front, it's got to say, I am the danger. <laughs> well, if he wins, he's got to earn it first. He's got to earn it first. Wolves then won the game with an Adam Lafondre goal, his first goal. So nice little uh, cross by Mojo <laughs> and a little uh, cross tapping from Lafondre. That's what we need to say. Really. Solid wing played by Ojo. I think it was something mm. he wasn't doing against Barnet, um, which is what annoyed me on the last um, show. But he did what you need to do as a winger: took out, get out wide, get out your feet. You don't necessarily need to beat the man as long as you get the ball into the corridor of uncertainty. Mm. And then if you've got someone who's as experienced as Lafondre, you're always going and Phobia as well. You're always going to have someone who's going to make that run to the near post mm. and one who's going to run to a far post and. Just lovely little finish by Lafondra as well. Um, to wrap up Charlton, then, um, did anybody else impress um, themselves on the day? I particularly thought Goldborn and Ivan yeah. Slendell had good games. Yeah, I was happy with Ivan Slendell. I was a bit scared before the game, considering, you know, the first game without sort of, where it was him and um, Hawes at the back. Mm. But I think with Ivan Slendell and. It, 
I think he's a lot better when he plays on the right side of defence. So when he came in last year, he was playing on the left side with Bart. Um, because that's where Bart usually plays. He plays on the right. And he really looks uncomfortable whenever he was on the ball. But he looks tenfold better being on the right side. And I thought Courtney Hawes did um, well mm. as well. Um, something I noticed about Courtney Hawes, I don't think I've ever seen him slide tackle. He always stays on his feet, which for was little thing I picked up. Nice little stuff. Yeah. Sliding tackle stuff. Yeah. You, know, you know what the annoying thing is? It's when you say things like that that you've never noticed. And I'll notice it now. I'll be there and I'll get tweets off you now saying, just out in the middle of the game, just saying, bastard. Yeah. Horse, slide tackle. James Henry, I thought, again, James Henry, I thought played well as well. Yeah, I thought he played really well. And again, which was surprising because it shifted to the left. So I thought, again, this was quite a surprising... We were talking earlier about wingers cutting back on their favourite foot, and but no, I thought I thought he played really well. Um, Ojo played, you know, he had, at least had, he had an impact when he came on, mm, which, yeah. which was the main thing, which is obviously what his role is at the moment. Um, and yeah, Lafondre, I think that that goal typifies what he is, just mm. being a, a poacher in the box. Because I never, I didn't notice this until he started playing for us. How he's, he's quite a small, small yeah, player. Yeah. I didn't realise how short he, he really is. I never really appreciated that. I thought if Obi did okay, I'm I'm still not 100% convinced by the number 10 deep mm. play thing. I can see what what it does, but I think I'd prefer him to be up the pitch, you know, the the top of the pitch really getting the goals. I think for someone who's got so many goals for the club, you kind of always got to play him as that focal point of, yeah. as a number nine rather than having him drop deep, because we almost don't have we've got more players who can play that attacking midfield role or however you want to describe it than we do. Out and out strikers. Mm. I think that's the uh, the dilemma. Exactly. I think that's where we'll leave Charlton this week. Regan, is there anything you want to add at all on Charlton? We won. Might as well try and be happy about it. Perfect ending. There we go. Thanks very much for listening to this week's podcast. Thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. Looking for a website or web solution? Check them out at operacreative.com. Uh, Twitter at WWFC Fancast. Facebook. Wolves Football Fancast Show. And click like. And our website, wolvesfancast.com. Uh, and we'll be back well, in a few weeks now because it's international break, the period of football that we all enjoy. Um, so Let's for... be honest, no one likes international break. Exactly, that's why. Also, that's what I was looking I know, to. I know, I know. But like, you just want to be like, literal with it. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I just like FIFA, just sort it out. Just bring us a World Cup every couple of years. We'll yeah. celebrate that. Can cry when England go out. Regan stubbed his toe. And he's trying not to scream now. Can he not scream for the rest of this podcast? We'll find out. For this week, it's bye from Rich. Goodbye, everyone. Bye from Adam. Bye-bye. Bye from Reeg. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I've, I've been working on my Richard Hobbs impression. Um, have a lovely international break, guys. Take care of yourselves. And it's bye from me. We'll see you in a few weeks. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives for newly appointed agents. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.
That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP.